Welcome to Everything Retirement Planning. This is Daryl, and this is episode number 14. What is tax loss harvesting? Hey, before we jump in, discussions in this show should not be construed as specific recommendations or investment advice. Always consult with your investment professional before making important investment decisions. Securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research, Inc., a registered broker-dealer member, FINRA, SIPC. Yeah, so you might have heard this, tax loss harvesting. And if not, well, I'm glad you're here and uh, we can educate you. That's what this uh, podcast is all about, to equip you, educate you, and uh, yeah, make you a better retirement planner. So what is it? Let's talk about just kind of the core. What is tax loss harvesting? Tax, it's a tax strategy, obviously tax. is a tax strategy that involves selling a non-profitable, or another way of saying selling a stock or an investment, I would say stocks, uh, could be a exchange-traded fund. May, yeah, it depends on a mutual fund. Those are a little more difficult because they kind of do this themselves already a little bit. Anyways, let's just say stocks, um, you're selling at a loss and um, in order to offset and reduce your capital gains taxes. I mean, that's at the core. It's, it's really to help you offset taxes. That's, you know, capital gains specifically, right? So if you're making some money uh, and you want, and you're going you're gonna to get taxed on that. So once again, something we need to understand here is it has to be a realized loss, a realized gain, meaning the buy and the sell have happened, right? You, you, you bought an investment, let's just say a stock, and then if it, it went from 10 to 20 and you sold it at 20, you made $10, right? So you're taxed on that. And then the tax depends on, which we'll talk about this in a little bit, that tax depends on how long you held that investment, right? It's either going to be a short term or it's going to be a long term, all right? So the whole idea of tax harvesting, okay, hey, now I have, I made money, great. Not to pay taxes on that, which isn't all bad, right? I mean, I'll pay taxes if I'm making making you know a good return on my investments. That's that's okay. But what about some of the investments I'm not doing so well? And that's the whole tax loss harvesting. Is go 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 and go. Hey, I can sell this one. It's a loss to offset that gain, so that then I'm not taxed on that. That's what that's how it works. Okay. So um, and, and that's just that's the next question is how does tax loss harvesting work? It reduces, right, your taxes, as I said, by offsetting the amount you have claimed as a capital gain, all right? So basically, once again, you just want to harvest your investments uh, and sell them at a loss, right? That's what you're doing So um, to offset your taxes, right? So you're going to basically, the goal is to use that loss to lower or even possibly eliminate the taxes you have to pay on the gains that you made during the year. All right, that's that's what we're that's what we're talking about here. Uh, this strategy, tax loss strategy, is only for taxable accounts, because if you have an IRA or a four hundred one k or four hundred three b, and most people aren't that active in these, but you know, in other words, they're not they're just not actively managing them. But if you are 
The great thing is, is you can you can make as much money as you want in there, and you don't have to do a tax loss harvesting because the account shelters you, right? It's all deferred. You don't have to pay any taxes on those gains inside those accounts. An IRA, 401k, 403b, 457. You know, these are these are tax qualified accounts. All right. So we're talking about the non-qualified accounts, which is be a taxable account. Okay. That's what this tax loss harvesting is all about, taxable accounts, all right? So maybe you don't have that right now. Maybe you're like, oh, all my money is in my you know, my retirement account. Well, good. But if we continue to work and, and plan, and maybe one day you're going to have a taxable account because you have surplus and you're saving and you want to invest that money, then all of a sudden tax loss uh, harvesting is going to become a little bit more of interest to you, okay? So that's what we're talking about. Also, uh, tax loss harvesting is it's going to be more beneficial uh, for investors in a higher tax brackets. So unless you're expecting, you know, so, so if you're in a lower tax bracket, then, you know, if you're expecting some big promotion, uh, which will then put you in a higher tax bracket, you might want to wait. You might want to wait until uh, something changes where you're all of a sudden in a higher tax bracket. And you could wait. Uh you can let the, the the winners continue to run. You don't necessarily have to sell them. Um, and then if your tax bracket changes and you go in a higher tax bracket, then this whole tax harvesting, then you'd want to sell the the lost, you know. Um, so real quick, there are there's short-term and long-term capital gains. So if you're in a low, low if you're in a lower tax bracket. And just by chance, you know, you have a taxable account. You bought a stock, and it, it just went through the roof. You're like so excited about it. Well, it depends on what that, you know, how much money that is. But you're going to be taxed on that at your, you know, if it's short term, it's going to be your regular tax bracket. So that's what I'm saying. It's you don't need to tax. You don't need to go sell a loss on something. You could, but you don't need to if you're already in the uh, a low tax bracket because short term. Uh, capital gains are taxed at your, your at your regular uh, income tax bracket. Does that make sense? So, so the point is, that this whole tax harvesting is is number one. It's only in a taxable account, and the second thing I'm talking about here is, um, you may not have to tax harvest if you're in a lower tax bracket. It just may not really pay off to do that. Okay, so you what, what we're saying is what I'm saying is you could then sell your uh, capital, you know, you can sell your stock that did really well, and then just you're already in a lower tax bracket, so you're just going to go ahead and you know pay a little, pay some tax on it. Or if you want, do do the math. Look at if you have a, a loss, you can still do tax loss harvesting as well. So just kind of putting out there, it's going to favor those who are in a higher tax bracket. That's all. Okay. Something you need to know about tax loss harvesting is this needs to be done by December 31st, right? This is, this is, you can't carry over like you can, uh, let's say, an IRA. I don't want to get too confused, but, you know, uh, January 1 to, you know, basically the, the deadline for taxes, you can still make a contribution for the previous year. I know it's kind of weird, but that's the rule. Not this case, right? If you're doing this tax loss harvesting, it has to be done in the same year, right? So this year, if you made some capital gains and you're realizing, wow, I've got $5,000 of capital gains and I'm going to be taxed on that, now is the time to go, well, in my portfolio, once again, taxable portfolio, are there any loss and any losers in there? And if so, what's my loss? So if I found something that had a 
a loss of say, well, let's say 5,000, I could sell that and offset that 5,000 gain. That's that's what tax loss harvesting is. But you can't be on January 3rd, then you start looking at all this and go, oh, I wanted to do this for my for 2023 tax return. I wanted to sell. It's too late. Now you can do it, but you ain't going to recognize it until you do your taxes on 2024. So keep that in mind, right? It's it's done within the year, right? You can't you can't go back. Can't go back. All right. Um the bottom line is this uh, my notes here is you can offset your um, you, you, you can use your, your net long-term losses. So what's long-term mean? It means you held the investment for over a year and then over a year, whatever it was, year and some change, some few days or whatever it was, at least minimally, that would be long-term anyways. Um, and you sold it at a loss. You can offset that with short-term capital gains or vice versa, right? You can take your long-term capital gains and then offset them with your short-term gains. Basically, bottom line is you can take your losses and offset your gains. That's it, bottom line. Now, a good question to be asking is, well, is there limits on this, right? So if I made, let's just be great, you made $15,000 of capital gains in one, or I shouldn't say you, you recognize it, you finally, you sold. Maybe you bought this these investments 10 years ago, now you're selling it today, or this year, I should say, and you have, say, $15,000. The question is, well, gosh, can I use, and I, and I, can, I can I offset the whole 15000 So the scenario, that scenario, suppose you, like, again, you had long-term a loss to offset all the short-term losses. So if you had 10, what did I say, 15,000? If you had 15,000 in gains, you could use 15,000 losses to offset that, okay? Now, what if it, what if you had um, uh, bigger losses, right? So you made 5,000 for the year, but you're ready to get rid of a couple of losers you own. And when you do that, there was, it was 10,000 in losses, so you had 5000 in gains for the year, a couple stocks you sold, but you had a couple of big losers. What did I say? 10000 You had 10000 losses. So then you could offset your, your 5000 You still have 5000 left, and the government allows you to care to use up to 3000 1500 if you're married finally and separately. I know this gets confusing. You could take 3000 offsets and apply that towards your income, okay? So it'd be a, it'd be a deduction against your income, only 3000 Then you might be asking, well, I still got 2000 left over. So let's run through this again. You had realized $5,000 of gains in the year. You sold stuff that made $5,000, but you also you had a, you sold a couple of suckers that didn't do so good, and you lost 10000 so you could take of that ten thousand, you take five thousand of it, and you could apply it towards and offset your five thousand dollars gain. So you wouldn't be taxed on that. Those five thousand dollars gains, you wouldn't be taxed. You still have five thousand left. So the government allows you once again three thousand dollars maximum if filing, you know, married uh, a joint filing. If it's if it's not if it's a um, 
separate uh, married fi filing separately, that's only 1500 okay, that you could use. So you could take 3000 of the 5000 left, and that would be a deduction against your income. All right, I'm talking about gains here. I'm talking about income. So that's pretty cool. And then that 2000 can carry forward, and you could apply that to the, the next year. Did I confuse you yet? Probably. That's okay. Uh, all you got to remember, the bottom line with this, this is all taxable accounts. So if you have taxable accounts and you want to be strategic about it, if it makes sense, you can sell some stuff um, to offset your gains. That's, that's, that's it. This is all, this is not just on paper. This is real. You're realizing that, right? That means the gains are real gains. That means you sold out of something and you made money, right? Then you need to sell out of something else that you actually have a loss. That's what we're talking. This is real transactions are happening, all right? Now, one thing you need to be careful of, for example, there might be a stock that you really like, and you have to be careful of what's, what's called the wash sale rule. So your loss would be disallowed if within 30 days that uh, you sold or even your spouse has sold that you went around and, and found something very similar it's or even identical, and this is from the, my research, substantially similar to the investment you sold, right? So within 30 days of selling or even your spouse, and it's you going out and, and buying it back within 30 days, obviously the same investments or something even substantially similar to the investment. That's the wash sale. So once you're out of it, you got to stay out of it. Don't play the game. Right, you don't want to be playing games. Um, I couldn't. I'm not the IRS. This is substantially similar. That's telling me. To me, it's like the, the same investment. You you're buying it back. So let's just play that out. What what's that mean? It means here we are. It's in November, and you're like, man, I, I did really well in these these four or five stocks. I sold them this year, and I've got I made I made ten grand. I'm, I'm you know ten thousand dollars of capital gains. Um, well, let's just say it's short term. You did it all this year. So you're thinking now short term capital gains are taxed at your regular, you know, income tax bracket. All right. Long term capital gains are going to be are actually the um, they're less, right? They're the taxes are the capital gains taxes are less. Well, it depends. It depends on what income tax bracket you're at. Okay, I already mentioned that earlier. <laughs> so you made ten thousand. You're sitting there going, "All right, well, you know, I got this other stock here. I am at a loss right now, and it would help me offset my capital gains. I really like the stock, though. It's going to do well. It's just some stupid things have happened. It's a great company. Um, didn't trade well this year, but I, I like it. And so a wash sale would look like this. But you're like, "But I can use. I could take these losses to offset these capital gains. You sell it, and then say a couple weeks later, you buy back into it." That's a big no-no. You're going to get penalized for that. You're going to get in trouble. You can't do that. That's a wash sale. You you had to stay out of that stock for at least 30 days. I would, I mean, just to be careful, I'd push it a little, little bit past that. And then a substantially similar is like, okay, you sell out of that, and then apparently you go out and buy something else that looks apparently like that. That I can't define. You would have to deal with the IRS. Just be careful of it. Don't play the games. All right? If you're going to get out of it to realize the capital loss, to, to offset your capital gain, all right, then you're going to have to just stay out of that, what you sold for at least 30 days. All right, that's what that is. You got to be careful with that. 
listen, this is, it's really not that difficult. Uh, it only applies to taxable accounts. So if you're an investor out there, I'm not talking about your IRA, your 401k, your 403b, your 457, and whatever, what I'm missing out there. Any of these tax qualified accounts where they're, you're protected inside these accounts, you can do whatever you want with that. You can you can go ahead and make your, your you know make gains all day long. You don't have to worry about tax harvesting, right? You don't have to do that because you're protected in those accounts. It's it's a non-taxable event when it's inside that retirement account. So we're talking about money outside of that, right? A taxable account that you have, and, and you're apparently been saving and buying some stocks, ETFs, whatever. And um, you, you know you, you're making some money and you want to offset it. That's what we're talking about. Then you're looking at what can I sell um, that would offset my gain, and that that's the bottom line here. There are some fine details I kind of hit on, of course, um, but just be aware. You know, if you have a taxable account and you're doing any activity and managing that actively, then you want to be aware that you can be doing some tax loss harvesting if that makes sense for you. All right, good. I'm glad you got that. Hey. Thanks for being here, like always. Uh, hey, check out my previous episodes if this is the first time you've been here. Uh, if you're here and you've been showing up, I appreciate it. Subscribe to my podcast and let other people know about everything retirement planning. Uh, spread the news. And with that, I thank you for being here. We'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. <music>